Coming up on today's show, what are you doing, Disney? All of the trailers. The 501st is in the house. And hot as a synonym for sexy is less common from people who've been on fire. This is episode 33 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is July 24th, 2016. I'm Alex, and here's JoJo. Hello! How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. How are you today? Very good. It's a little, a little hot outside. A little hot. <laughs> it's like summer or something here in the D.C. Like, area. I had to use a spatula to get my car off the parking lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stuck. That was bad. It was bad. Really bad. That actually happens in some places. Yeah, well, like Arizona, Texas, yeah. where my parents are living yeah, right that's, now. <laughs> that's not cool. Well, welcome back to another episode, guys. Uh, quick housekeeping items. Uh, be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We're up to 45 of those now. 45 of, of the, the five-star ratings. Five-star yes, ratings. Absolutely correct. That's awesome. Still no five stars on Google+. Plus. Waiting for that. Yeah, we're still waiting for that whole functionality to come out. That would right. be kind of cool. Google. Hey, Google. <laughs> okay. All right, should I, should All I right. make a joke about them copying Apple or? Yeah, yeah, let's, just, yeah. let's not go down that road. No, that's right. gonna, that's gonna be that. That'll be a whole show. <laughs> and uh, you know, be sure to check out our um, YouTube uh, series called The Lost Levels. If you go to YouTube.com, search for Geek Thirty Happy Hour. There, you'll find our whole series of JoJo and me sucking at video games and using profanity. <laughs> yeah, a lot of profanity. You, we start using fuck as a comma at that point. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So speaking of cursing, <laughs> that's a hell of an intro. <laughs> Our guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Well, hi guys, thanks for having me on. Uh, I am Emily Schramm. I am the commanding officer of Old Line Garrison. That's right. Emily comes. I just saluted her. Yes. <laughs> Emily comes to us from the Five O First. If you're familiar with the Five O First, or if you're not familiar with the Five O First. Um, it is a worldwide organization yes, dedicated to uh, Star Wars cosplay, but also um, a lot of different charitable events and mm -hmm. stuff that you guys run. Um, it's a really cool organization. I met these guys at Awesome Con, and um, I started talking to Shep and a couple of other guys. I think I, we mentioned it on the Awesome Con episode that we did. And I was like, gotta have these guys on the show because I never realized all the cool stuff that you guys do. And plus, we're mm -hmm. big Star Wars nerds. JoJo's wearing a, uh, I, well, yeah. a Stormtrooper I was say, at shirt. Con, I was kind of pissed because I was out buying dice. And you, you came up, I was like, oh my god, it's meant to fight first. Where? I ran. And then they weren't there anymore. I was like, <laughs> <And> what? I, <laughs> you I all immediately, fun. I immediately tried to tell JoJo where it was. No, but he was already gone. I was like, JoJo, no, no, other way, JoJo. No. Just little smoke trails yeah. up in the new tunes. <laughs> so, Emily, thank you for being with us today. Sure, tell sure. the world a little bit about you. Uh, well, me as a person, I'm an artist first and a marketing director or marketing coordinator second. That's cool. My, that's my real life job. Um, it's fun. I play with cars at nice. a Mannheim Automotive Auction. Very nice. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's fun to get into trouble, um, <laughs> but that's just to pay the bills. That's just to let me buy armor, do five or first stuff, mm -hmm. art, play video games. So that's that's uh, really what makes it. I love. I think it. we all suffer that. At that I think point. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the way, exactly you know. Right. Yeah, we need we need some kind of fuel for our passion. Yep. And uh, and that definitely does it. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank and you very much. Uh, actually, Emily brought a really cool uh, couple of beers. Yeah. Very unique beers right. that we're gonna try today. Uh, let's get into the beer segment. Woohoo! Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by the OG because Han shot first. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Made it Star Wars without making it, you know, Star Wars. So yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, so Emily was gracious enough to bring a uh, beer from Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada is uh, primarily known for their IPAs. Absolutely, and their IPAs whoop my ass a lot of times. <laughs> this fierce. This is actually a very drinkable beer, and it's actually the first sour beer I've drinking where I really like it. Drinking. Yeah. Drinking. Drink. Drinking. Drinking. Okay. Apostrophe, right there. I've drank. Anyway, so it's called Otra Vez. Otra Vez. I actually know what that means. What the hell? What does that mean, Jojo? Again. Not to mention Puerto Rico, but. Not to mention Puerto Rico. So on their website here, it says, Cactus adds a twist to the traditional. Now, how do you say it? Goes. Goza. 
Goza mm-hmm. style. Yeah. Isn't this that is, Ghostbusters this is, uh, bad guy? Like the first bad guy from Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Choose. <laughs> <laughs> On our search for the uh, for the perfect warm weather beer, we wanted something light bodied and thirst quenching, yet filled with complex and interesting flavors. We stumbled across the fruit of the prickly pear cactus native to California. The stingy fruit is great complement to this tart or to the tart and refreshing traditional Goze-style beer. Otra vez combines prickly pear cactus with a hint of grapefruit for a refreshing beer that will have you calling for round after round. Otra vez! Otra vez! Another one! Otra vez! Otra Otra vez! (laughs) And Uh, you have a personal love for prickly pear, don't you? No, Joe, I don't, okay? Oh, God, I'm as broad of prickly pear... Beer. Oh, was it Shiner? That was a Shiner oh. one. It is, I, I wanted to get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. It's, 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 great. It, it's Robitussin. It is. Don't have it with anything spicy. It just it, it brings that Robitussin yeah. taste out in your mouth, and you just you die a little. It was Robitussin. So, so, so if so you Sierra got, Nevada, right? Yeah, Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada knows their way around beer. Hey, hey, kudos Sierra Nevada, and, yeah. and kudos Emily. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. This. So you sure. know what? In traditional cheers. fashion, cheers. Let's take uh, a sip of this. Now, Emily, yes. why don't you provide some 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 tasting notes, if you will? Mm. What, what, what do you experience? It, <laughs> it is very light and crisp, mm-hmm. and it's perfect for this warm, gross, humid it's weather. It's right. Yep. Um, it has a little bit of a fruit, and if you're familiar with Goza styles, where they have that almost sour taste to them, this adds just a little bit of sugar, just enough to make it tasty and mm-hmm. drinkable, but not enough that it coats your tongue, and you can only have two or three. You, you could you could uh, go down the long haul with this one. Oh, yeah, this is your Absolutely. second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> she started annihilating. We're like, Emily, we're, we haven't even started the show, okay? Let's get We let's had to, like, salvage the last two before she drank all yeah. four. Well, <laughs> I like to party. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Apparently. <laughs> so the... the um, the ABV is 4.5%, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the food pairings they talk about with Thai or Vietnamese noodle dishes. Oh, wow. I thought that was really interesting. It makes sense because they do a lot of like lime and stuff okay. um, and with their with their noodle dishes. So I thought that that was um, really interesting. So Jojo, what was your thought? I think it's nice, it's bright, it's effervescent. Um, it's got a great color to it, and mm. it goes down super easy. I'm trying not to drink it like water. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That's why I'm already with my second one. I was trying to hold off there. Yours yeah. looks actually cool because yours is in a mug, so it looks like a darker beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the color on this is, is fantastic. It's, again, light, bright, fruity, and uh, easy to drink. This is something you could definitely keep on a regulator. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. I, I'm actually really happy that I finally found a sour beer that I like. I'm glad. Right. I'm glad. Thank you for that. This that was makes really me cool. Happy. Yes. Uh, so again, Sierra Nevada otra vez, mm-hmm. and um, you know w- she brought another beer. Sure did. And this one's actually really interesting. It is from Flying Dog. It's called Dead Rise. It is an Old Bay summer ale. It's brewed with like Isn't Old that Bay a seasoning? seasoning. Okay. Yep. So here on the, um, I'm going to read off of the bottle itself. Skillful in shadow, in, in shadow, in shallow waters. Yet it adapts when it becomes uh, deep and rough. Hey. Uh, hey Hard pause. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dead Rise. <laughs> Des- Dead Rise. I just can't even read the rest of this. <laughs> Dead Rise boats uh, were specifically crafted to navigate the unique waterways of the Chesapeake. Our Dead, our Dead Rise, a summer ale with Old Bay, was brewed to support True Blue, a groundbreaking initiative to support the Maryland brew. Blue crab industry. Yes. Golly. <laughs> got through it. It was an adventure, but we got there. And this this one's here, this is a local yes. brewery. Yes. yes. They're um, up in Frederick. Yep, and Maryland. you you hail from Maryland. I do, and so I brought this as a welcoming gift. I know. We're, I know we're the better drivers down here in Virginia. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I've been down here for three hours already. But, oh. <laughs> we need to put like bubble wrap around your car or exactly. something. <laughs> Well, we'll take care of that after the sit show. Sit outside and just pop my oh, yeah. bubble. <laughs> so um, we're going to pass this. We're going to focus on drinking the Sierra Nevada Otra Vez, but we wanted to feature this. Um, you know, she she wanted to bring a bunch of different beers, mm-hmm. and this is a local brewery here. It's a very unique beer. I've had this before. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let JoJo try this. Are you just going to guinea pig me? No, no, right? I'm, yes. gonna, I'm taking a sip right oh, now. Okay. No, but I <laughs> Give that a shot. Tell me what you think. 
Weird. It's weird, right? But I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been a while since I've had it. Get it. Because it's, it's just barely there with the it's season. It's barely right? there, It's an right? IPA with like a hint of Old Bay. and The last time I had this, I was eating crabs. Yeah. And my buddy was like, oh, I got, the gr- I got a great beer to pair this with. And I saw it. I was like, oh, this is going to be weird. And I had it and it was, a gr- it was perfect. Right. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a gimmicky beer. Yeah, like, me too. Like, oh, Maryland, they'll, they'll eat anything up with the Maryland flag and some crabs in it. And you're yeah. Like, oh. And they, they really did a great job with brewing yeah, this. Yeah, fantastic. So it's not like a smack in the face with so spicy. It's it's Right. It's very well balanced. So if you want something great to eat crabs with, um, you know, this summertime, especially here on the East Coast, we eat a lot of crabs over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, check this beer out. This is really, really neat. It's very unique. Again, it's called... Um, Dead Rise, and it's by Flying Dog, and I'm sure our audience out there has heard of Flying Dog. Um, so again, thank you, Emily. Sure, thank this you is so great. Much. We're gonna we're gonna take down some of these Sierra Nevadas, then we're gonna move on to this <laughs> Dead Rise um, as we get into the news. Geek Thirty News. You know, all I have to say is, damn it, Disney. I never say damn it, Disney, except right now. This is breaking my heart. Uh, in they, so they've announced that they're going to be shutting down the Tower of Terror in uh, in California, in the you know in the Disneyland Park. It's actually in the the California Adventure Park, and they are replacing it with a Guardians of the Galaxy themed ride. Right. Now Emily and I kind of talked a little bit about this. Jojo pooped his pants a little bit when we, when we told <laughs> Yeah. That was... uh, and, you know, honestly, I have to give shout-out to my mom. She's the one that made me aware of this. If you guys have been listening long enough, you know my mom is the biggest Disney nerd ever. And uh, so we got a an article here from the Disney Parks blog Let's just pull this up real quick, JoJo. It said, today at San Diego uh, Comic-Con, Kevin Feig, Feig, president of Marvel Studios, announced um, to a packed house of fans that Guardians of the Galaxy are coming to Disney California Adventure Park. Beginning in summer 2017, the outrageous and irreverent gang will appear in Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout! It was just like that. All caps. All caps. <laughs> yes. Exclamation points. So yeah, have, yeah, that wasn't for you. No, no, no I'll yell at you later. Um, a comically high energy, rocking new adventure. Guests will be right in the mix with characters from the blockbuster Guardians of the Galaxy films. Films plural, because cool. you know the, yeah. the new well, ones coming out here shortly. So this breaks my heart because Tower of Terror is so awesome. And I feel like it's not suffering. I was just there. You know, you, if you guys have been listening, you know, back in January, I ran the Star Wars 5K in, um, in Disneyland. And uh, I, Emily, that's, that was great, by the way. Lots of 501st people there. Oh, yeah? yeah. Lots of 501st. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we obviously went into the parks, rode the rides. There was always a line for this. Right. Why couldn't they just take this ride and leave... Tower of Terror alone and put this in like Tomorrowland or something. That's what that's what bothers me here. So Because you're trying to use logic. You can't use logic over here. No, that's not allowed. It's that's just, just not a it's thing. Thrown out the door. <laughs> Jojo, what are your thoughts? This is a staple. And granted, we still keep one in Florida. It's only the California one that's going away. But it's I think Disney, I think Tower of Terror. You know, I there's certain things that are staples. Like that would be taking down Cinderella's you know what I think castle. Of? You, you know, know what I think of? Mm-hmm. The um the Dole Whips. <laughs> those are so good. Oh my god. Oh man. The Dole. You know what I'm talking about. I had those at Disney Meeting this summer. They were so they good. Were so, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's all good. He's drooling over here. Yeah, it's just, you know, sorry, mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I read some stuff from Chris Pratt, and I know he had mentioned Tower of Terror at some point. I guess I I didn't really read it that in depth. Um, I just know that he was talking about when they were recording uh, and uh, filming everything in Atlanta, they actually filmed a bunch of parts with all the characters already in uh, preparation for this uh, attraction in, in California. So I, I like the fact that they've already worked on it. They've already penned things out. They're already working with Disney and all that fun stuff. I don't like the fact that they had to sacrifice Tower of Terror for it. Me too. I think right. it's great to, to put a Guardians of the Galaxy ride in, but don't do it like that. So right. Emily, what are your thoughts? I think that they're counting their eggs too soon, whatever that saying is, mm-hmm. because the first one was 
an extreme success. No one knew what Guardians of the Galaxy was, and this movie right. comes out as going to be good. And it was a box, a box, box whatever, you know what you Blockbuster. Thank you. Yep. And now they're kind of banking on the fact that the second one's going to be just as good, so they can pour all that money into this ride. And I think they should have done what you guys said, put it into more Tomorrowland. Put it right. in a ride that's, a, not defunct, but is a little outdated. Here's what I told Deanna today when we were talking about this. I think that what they needed to do, if they needed to replace some kind of a ride, I I would have been more okay with them taking out Buzz Lightyear, you know, Astro Blaster or whatever. Right. Which is which is great, but instead making it a themed Guardians of the Galaxy shooter. I'd go with that. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Absolutely. Love Bud's Lightyear. I think it's great, but I but feel like that's it's... the problem with some of the branded stuff is sometimes the branded things eventually they age to a point where you have to or, move forward, you, you know? know? Yeah. You just said the word branded. What if they're losing licensing on Twilight Zone or something? Maybe. That's something I, I just oh, thought that of that. Breaks my yeah. heart. I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan. Right. And going in Tower of Terror, just not the ride itself, but the opening part where you go in through the hotel. Right, and, and it kind of guides out, you. And... You see all the little things from all the different episodes. Right, it's right. One of my favorite things, especially with my dad who got me into the Twilight right. Zone. Mm-hmm. Dad, do you see the devil thing up there? <laughs> yes, dear. I, I have a friend, um, shout out to Larson. He probably listens. Let's say Brie Larson or? No. Oh, God, I wish. Anyway, uh, so Larson was, uh, we worked together. We all worked together at the same company, different times. Times, okay. He was one of the bellhops, I say in quotation, <laughs> because he was one of the, the, the uh, cast members. Right. On the, in Disney World's Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. And his Facebook profile picture right now is of him, you know, years ago when he was dressed up. He was, you know, he would put on like the whole acting bit where he would be super creepy and like totally get into it and i he lived down in orlando at one point and we went uh with him and his wife to the to the uh to the parks and we rode tower terror with him and he was just pointing out all this stuff i was like oh it's so great yeah oh and they're and i just i'm afraid that they're going to do that in disney world which is more accessible right to me and i just i I feel like they shouldn't they've got enough land out there that they can expand out they've expanded disney um what is it the the main area magic kingdom magic kingdom yeah yeah um and whatnot they haven't even used like i feel like they haven't even used half of the space that they have exactly so i feel like if they were to do that in the magic kingdom or anywhere in disney world in particular that'd just be a slap in the face at that point because they have the space to do that they shouldn't have to shut down something california makes a little more sense you know where they don't have space to expand Mm -hmm. yeah it still sucks though Mm -hmm. now forgive me are they doing a star wars land type thing in uh anaheim in the in disneyland are they yes okay so they'll also have a star wars thing so it's not that orlando will have like this new fun toy Mm -hmm. and they don't want to overshadow that by putting too much new stuff in front of you. Right. They're, they're basically, I think my understanding, and we actually talked about this on our very first episode. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Right. Oh, I have to go back and listen. <laughs> well, be careful really because it, it sounded The audio really... quality was terrible, guys. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Anyway, so um, my understanding is that they're going to be like the same attractions. Okay. On either Well, I always thought that was the, the, the goal was to mirror themselves across both coasts. So if you can't make it across, well, you know. You have more options in Disney World, obviously, but the mm-hmm. big ones they wanted to make available in Anaheim. Okay. Yeah, there there are certain things that I think they want to keep uh, just exclusive over there in Anaheim. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think if they, I, I think that the plan is if this is a success, they're going to end up, you know, bringing it over to to Disney World, and I'm going to throw a hissy fit and then be okay with it because, you know, that's what happens. It'll be fun. It'll be great. They're going to do a phenomenal job with it, but it's the growing pains. It's all the fans going... Don't you can have your fun stuff, but don't take our don't, stuff yeah. that right. we love. I just hope that maybe maybe because they have so much room there in Disney World, maybe like you said, Jojo, maybe they uh-huh. don't take that, you know, Tower of Terror away. Maybe they add this to something. You exactly. Know what I mean? That's that's what I would hope at least. <sighs> You know, if they're going to do it, though, pull the bandaid on it. You know, pull the bandaid on my childhood. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. So at the, at, the very, at the very bottom of this article, the Twilight Zone is registered trademark of CBS oh. and is used with permission pursuant to a license from CBS. So maybe their license is... And Disney owns ABC, not CBS. Right. Oh. So, yeah. But I feel like CBS would be like, but we're getting, you know, people coming into this ride. You know, how would they, would they are they going to like partner up with Universal Studios and put Tower Terror? Well, you know, Universal? they're siloing everything yeah. out. CBS is trying to, you know, take over 
that you know Tower of Terror isn't Star, an app. But, but what I'm saying <laughs> you can't Star, stream Tower yeah, of Terror. Yeah, but Star Trek and that whole bit. Anyway, that's right. the other thing. But if you'd like to chime in on the conversation, let us know your thoughts. Email us geek30podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And on the same topic of San Diego Comic-Con, obviously that's going on right now. And um, there have been a lot of movie trailers. A lot of them. A lot. And we wanted to quickly talk about a few that stood out to us um, and have been kind of uh, featured at uh, San Diego Comic-Con with a lot of um, coverage. So, um, first of all, the Wonder Woman trailer I thought was really badass. It was. Yes. For I feel like this is almost like the redeeming quality for DC kind of right now with the, the failure of Batman v Superman, which Emily hasn't seen. Have not seen it. Have not seen it. Um and then, so Emily, what, what was your thought seeing this Wonder Woman trailer? What, what do you think um, about it? I like to preface that with I am a Marvel fan and not a big DC person. Okay. And um, the Wonder Woman thing, I like her enough, but I think today a lot of people use her as like this, this standpoint for feminism. Yes. And I just want to have a fun superhero. So I went into this movie thinking they were going to make some kind of political statement. Mm-hmm. No. It's just good old-fashioned Diana fun. Yeah. <laughs> She's kicking ass and looking good while right. she does it. Yes. And, and I wearing love heels. the trailer. Yeah. The heels thing drives me bonkers. <laughs> but I think they did a really great job with bringing out her character where she's very strong, but she's also naive. Mm-hmm. And then what they did with the props, with that shield, when the guys are shooting at the shield and the shield's like vibrating back. I love that, it. I, I was like, how, I was trying to think through how did they do how that? How would they do that? Like, do they just get like the beanbag guns and just like... And yeah. then she... I don't know. I don't know. The was, physics were perfect. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know her um, expressions. Gal Gadot is like Gal Gadot, Gadot or Gadot. I, no, no, it's actually I Gadot. It Gal, is it? It's actually Gadot because I I remember hearing something in an interview where she pronounced it for somebody, and I was like, no, I don't think you're pronouncing it right. <laughs> I don't think you're pronouncing your <laughs> I feel own. Like last you know her own name. You know, <laughs> she's been living a lie for these past thirty yeah. years. So that was great, Jojo. What was your What was your thought? I think it looks great. I like the fact that they jump backwards in time, so they don't have to give her a prequel by any means, because um, they're going back to what the World War Two, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of an environment, which is pretty much like her origin. Exactly. Like so they're they're giving her an origin story without having to show her now and then jump back. They're showing it then and then bringing her to they're now. They're doing it sequentially. Exactly. The only time that they teased her was in Batman v Superman. You know, mm-hmm. she had a couple parts in there. She was the best part of that movie. She was already you know an established character at that point and whatnot. Um, that right there, Emily, is the reason to see that movie. That's really that's the only reason I wanted to see it. She is awesome. Right, I, I loved everything about her in that movie. So I like that they're stepping back for that, and mm-hmm. then that they're covering her past and then going forward with it, not mm-hmm. having to fill in the blanks later on. Yep. So I, I do like that approach. So uh, another uh, trailer that we saw was the new Justice League footage. Now here we are again, you know, talking about Wonder Woman, and and we see characters like Cyborg and uh, Flash, uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, no Superman, because um, I'm not going to say at the very end of, I'm not going to say what happens, but yeah, no there's spoilers. something that happens oh. at the very end of Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah, the credits happen at the end of Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what okay. happens. Uh, so, what were your all's thoughts on this? That bad, huh? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I thought it was what to fun. make of it. I, thought, I mean, I think that I'm going to approach it with the same sort of mentality I had with Batman v Superman. I'm going to see it. I'm going to enjoy an action movie, kind of similar to how we enjoyed Star Trek. Mm-hmm. We saw Star Trek in theaters. By the way, shout out. We did a show with the pod nerdy to me guys here yesterday. It's actually it's a fun thing. Yeah. It's a great thing. Pod nerdy to me. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mike and Josie, they were yeah, awesome. Yeah, Mike and Josie, it was a blast. We did a whole, like, like shot for shot, like, oh, nice. analy- an- an- analysis. Analysis, an- yeah. Analysis. Um, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's a, don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> uh, we did, yeah, we did a little analysis of that movie. And uh, check them out. Just go to Pod Nerdy to me in Google. You can find them. Right. And uh, check out the show that we did. That should be out anytime And they were soon. on our show as well. We brought, yeah. They brought in the, uh, the Raven uh, yeah, Nevermore, our yeah. Nevermore episode. So, uh, but I, I think I'm going to approach this new Justice League movie similar to how I approach the Star Trek movie. It's just going to be a fun action movie. I'm not going to be like, this has to be the quintessential superhero movie because it will let me down. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Jojo, thoughts? Are these all being made by the same company? 
or are they uh, sourcing out to different... Warner Brothers? Yeah, is it all Warner Brothers? Yeah. Or is it like Legendary for this or Epic for that or uh, whatever? It's Warner Brothers. Is it all Warner Brothers? Yeah, I believe so. Um, the reason why I'm asking is because that's what kind of happened to DC early on, is that they would source out to different uh, places and different producers that had different ideas of what uh, DC comics should be. Oh. And so you got a lot of different spinoffs, and, and it, it was never really... Um, Never had any focus on there, and that's what Marvel did with Dis- with uh, I'm sorry, with Disney did with Marvel. Um, they they bought the franchise except for you know Fox owned uh, X Men and mm-hmm. you know Sony owned Spider Man, um, and they made everything happen as, as one whole you know cohesive story. They maintained it as much as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like DC wants to do that now. I don't know if they have the reins to kind of pull it in the way that Marvel does. Like I am yeah. excited for it. I I know that they're going to give us eye candy. I don't know if they're going to give us content. I feel like they almost rushed this because they want to um, maximize on the, the the cash cow that Marvel has created at this yeah. point. Um, so I, I think it will be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be a little bit rushed, but I, I am open to be surprised. And I actually really enjoyed seeing... I like the Flash's character a lot from what I saw. In the he's, trailer, he's yeah. The, he's the co- comedic relief, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you think, Emily? I, I enjoyed it. Like you said, it's going to be a lot of eye candy. It's right. It's... Fun. It's fast paced. It's going to be an action movie, but are we going to get a a substantial movie? Is it something that you're going to want want to watch over and over again, or you just go, oh, all right, I've seen it once. It's good, right? And move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I agree. I think they're trying to to play on the curtails of the Marvel movies. Yeah. You know, such a huge superhero, and I worry that they're cramming it all in to get it done for the sake of getting it done, mm-hmm. and not for the sake of making a good product. Right. Exactly. I mean, because I'm still anti Batflick at this point. <laughs> so I, yeah. I thought I thought um, not Brendan Ruth. Oh my God, what is his name? Uh, who does uh, Superman now? Oh, oh man, why am I blanking too? Yeah, exactly. Uh, his face, whatever his face yeah, is. Yeah, the guy who plays Superman. <laughs> Henry? Yes, Henry Cavill. C- C- yeah. Cavill? 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 I don't know. The cavalry is here? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he did great in uh, Man of Steel, and I thought he did great in Batman vs. V for his role. You know, yeah. I think he does a great Superman. I just don't think they're writing him well, kind of a deal. So oh, I, I want to see more from him. And and just... you didn't like Batflick. I actually enjoyed Batflick. I thought so. I mean, anybody. If George Clooney has put the Batman suit. Anybody can be Batman. I didn't like his mm. Bruce Wayne in particular. I want to mm. make sure I specify that I did not like him as Bruce Wayne at all. Okay. Okay. So I haven't seen enough of him as Batman to make a decision. Right. But him as Bruce Wayne, I'm okay with it. He plays that uh, uppity billionaire. Very well, mm-hmm. I think, because he is Ben Affleck. <laughs> so he, he kind of knows what it's like. Right. Um, and he looks like a pompous millionaire. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> he's a to begin with. So I think he's he's doing a great job with that. I'm interested. And I like how he interacts with Aquaman. I like how he interacts with Aquaman. Uh, oh, yeah. Wonder how Woman. about Aquaman? Right. Oh, yeah. when he just drinks the whiskey bottle and slams <laughs> I, the like, I love that. that. And he looks, I put in my man card. I can't do that. He looks, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he looks like a total alcoholic. It looks great. I know. It's just like a pissed off Aquaman because right. he's probably heard everybody talk I, bad about Aquaman. But orange tights and green? Yeah, what exactly. the hell? I really <laughs> hope that it's a brooding, like, dark Aquaman because the Aquaman that we saw back, you know, like, decades ago yeah. is... Decades ago? Yes, you're that, that old. That, yeah, that, no, you are that old. Um, <laughs> it's finally, yeah, it's that, that, that old. anyway. Sorry, he's it's having very, an existential it's, crisis right it's, now. <laughs> it's very corny. He's yeah, like at the very end of this trailer, he, uh, Bruce Wayne goes, "I hear you can talk to fish," <laughs> and I, I was like, "Oh, this." He's gonna get his ass kicked. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Cal Drogo went into that knowing that there's yeah. such just like a stigma. Oh, against... I love me some Cal Drogo. And that, that's that's his biggest mountain he has to climb for me mm-hmm. is you have to not be Cal yourself. Drogo. You cannot <laughs> be Cal Drogo because uh, Cal Drogo in tights is is not a Drogo. That's fair. So he he's got he's got that to yeah. overcome. Well, and speaking of the DC universe, we also had the Suicide Squad. Um, the updated trailer for Suicide Squad, it just shows more of the goodness. I'm actually excited about this movie. I'm approaching it again with a very fun so, sort of mentality in mind. I wasn't at first, and I, I'll say mm-hmm. why, because uh, DC, again, I wasn't quite solid in DC as a whole, except for Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, when they said Suicide Squad, I knew about the Suicide Squad. It's like, they're just kind of reaching at this point. Then uh, DC made a, a comment about it being a multiverse, that not all paths will necessarily tread the same direction. And I'm like, okay, they're just going to have fun with this movie. And that made me excited about this movie. 
So um, just the fact that they can say, well, this will happen, but it doesn't necessarily tie into anything else. Fair. So I for that I'm excited. Yeah. You know, saying, well, hey, this is kind of like a one-off. But kind of I mean, deal. it's still it's still including Batflick. But it couldn't. It might not be in the same universe. It might just be him doing something that's not tied to the rest of the Justice League. Maybe I don't know. That's we'll what, that's how I read it because it's I a multiverse on a universe. Yeah, but I think that that more so um, has to do with the TV shows and you know stuff that we talked about with right. those guys from Pod Nerdy to me. Right. Uh, with you know the uh, like the Flash and Supergirl and. Mm-hmm. Um, Green Arrow and all that sort of stuff. Opening up another beer. More beer. Are we doing More it? beer. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. All in. Okay. Now I know very little okay, about the, the uh, Suicide one. Squad. Oh, that's a good sound. Isn't that pretty? It is. I love that. That's like one of my favorite things. It's a blah, 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 blah. And then, um, okay, so, but Suicide Squad looked great. And... Uh, Margot, what's her name? Margot Rob, Robbie? Robbie? The, the, uh... I have no idea any of the character names. Mar- <laughs> uh, not. I, yeah, I don't know how to play anyway. Mar- So she plays, um, Harley Quinn. Okay. Looks awesome in so many ways in right. this movie. And, uh, I'm really excited to actually see her. Jared Leto, you see a little bit more of Jared Leto. Um, there's, I saw this, this picture. They're recreating this really famous picture in, um kind of the Batman universe of of Harley Quinn and Joker kind of like making out like kissing and shooting people all at the same time <laughs> and I saw this this clip from that movie where they're doing that yeah. and and I I was like oh that looks so cool like it looks great <laughs> I love it um so that that trailer stuck out for me um a couple of other ones and this is on another spectrum the Marvel side uh, we were really excited to see um, stuff like uh, the new Doctor Strange trailer um, and the Defenders stuff. So, but right. yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about Doctor Strange. What was your thought on that? That, that looked a little more Inception-y, and I'm I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's my thing too with the yeah. the buildings and yeah. everything. But. Right, they're they're bending realities and whatnot, and so I'm I'm still thinking they're going to introduce a stone in this one. That one's full. I feel like there's going to be a stone there somewhere. I'm. I just love the mage fights. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mage battles look awesome. Magic missile. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> magic missile. Thunderbolt. 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 <laughs> yeah. Three ping balls. <laughs> I'm. Re- I'm hoping that they're going for the mind fuck. I want them right. to start bringing in alternate reality things, and the guy's got to unfurl all this while having mage fights in the middle of it. Uh, I need a cold shower after it. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> so I'm all in. Right. It looks so cool that the. The CG looks awesome. So I, I just want to point out how we just talked about the Justice League movie. It was like, oh, yeah, and, and then and we, then all of a sudden, Doctor Strange. Just, we just mentioned Doctor Strange, and like pennies got wet. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, it really I did. I need to go change my shorts real quick. Deanna, put me underwear. Okay. You can take, she's you take coming. Your, yeah, no. She's coming back down here. Okay. Right, she's gonna mat. get. <laughs> no, the other one. <laughs> With the Star okay. Wars? Yeah. <laughs> Stormtrooper. There we go. Okay. All right. So uh, Doctor Strange looks great. Right. And also they've done a couple of sneak peeks on a couple of characters from the Defender series. Uh, we have Iron Fist looking uh, very different from how he looks really in Game grisly. of Thrones. I mean, this is this is very much um, a teaser. Yeah. So his look might change. Who knows? He punches the shit out of that wall. <laughs> the wall had it coming. Yeah. I mean, it was inappropriate. It was impressed. in his way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, and, and Luke Cage just being a fucking boss because that he's was Luke Cage. just a great action what sequence. A, right. Exactly. Like, you, I don't it was the rest of the fluid. show. Just him just uh. going. Yeah, where he pulled a wall, pulling a guy through the wall, punching a guy wrapping through. a door around a person, yeah. <laughs> and and how he just like he you know he kind of waves at them like bring it on and they're just shooting him and and it's just you know not doing anything because he's got like steel skin. It's a, it's mm-hmm. impervious, I think. Yeah, anything it is. He's like yeah. the Man of Steel, but in the Marvel universe. And then uh, to to wrap all that up, a teaser for the Defenders. They're pointing out the four heroes here: uh, Daredevil, obviously, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. Um, Iron Fist and Power Man, uh, Power Man, aka Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yeah. So that is really exciting. Are, are you very familiar with with that whole universe? No, um, I don't watch a lot of Netflix because I live up on the mountain and we don't oh, have very good internet. Yeah, so we can't have Netflix. Uh, so I've been behind the the ball on that. Mm. But all this, like my little 
comic nerd heart is is pounding very quickly. It's, it looks really cool. It's so worth I'm, it. It's if you can if you can find some kind of way to like hack your neighbor's internet and down, I'm down try doing it. Yeah. Or just, if you're at work and just download a couple episodes and then take them home. <laughs> yeah, if I can do that, I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah, FBI is uh, at the door again. I just, said legally. Yeah, no, no, FBI, please. Just keep them. There's a completely legal way of again. doing that. She does I'll, a good job fighting back the I'll, FBI. I can tell you how to do that otherwise. But <laughs> there we go. Uh, and there were a lot wait, of other... Wait, nudge, nudge. <laughs> there were a lot of other really great trailers. We're going to have uh, a, a link in the show notes, as always, uh, with all this content. Feel free to uh, view these trailers. Let us know your thoughts. What was your favorite trailer? Uh, tweet at us, at geek 30 uh, spell out the word 30, and uh, use the hashtag um, G30. Uh, we usually check that. So um, next up in the news, I wanted to shine the spotlight here on our guest, on Emily, and on the 501st Legion. This is Vader's Fist. Now, tell us a little bit about the 501st. The 501st started out as a, uh, a group of guys who wanted to make Stormtrooper armor. They're a bunch of nerds. They love Star Wars. Let's get it done. And it's over 15 years old, and it's just grown since then. Cool. So now we have over, I think it's 8,000 people worldwide, wow. um, many, many countries, and almost a garrison in every state. Um, and I am the, the group that oversees Maryland and D.C., and all it is is a bunch of nerds getting together, wearing um, screen-accurate Star Wars costumes. Oh, wow. And trying to do a little good at the same time. Yeah, the doing doing a little good is what caught me off guard in the best sort of way. Uh, when I when I was talking to Shep, you know, he was talking about uh, the different charitable events and stuff that you guys participate in. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Oh, sure. Um, that's really what kept me in, in the 501st. Um, we look for any and every avenue in which we can better our communities. If that means doing a parade and just putting a smile on people's faces or actually being able to raise money. Mm -hmm. um, there's a thing that we do called Blaster Trooper, where you donate a couple bucks to shoot us with Nerf darts. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And all you that money. People actually hit you, though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's why we don't let the... the the real troopers, All like right. the stormtroopers, they don't hit anything. But <laughs> us clone troopers were, were great. Oh, so you're a clone. Okay. I am. I okay. do Captain Rex, but awesome. Ah, I yes. dig it. Yeah. I love that. So, um, our charity events, uh, any fundraising thing. So we've done uh, walks for the Autism Society. Just going there, uh, mm -hmm. people can donate, take pictures with us, or they can just donate in our name mm -hmm. um, if they want to have us at an event. We ask that you don't pay us. We are we don't we do this for free, but make a, a donation in our name. Right. Um, and we've raised millions upon millions of dollars as as an international organization for charities all over the world. That's it's incredible. That's I had awesome. no idea that yeah. you guys. First of all, I knew I knew that you guys were a thing because I'm a big Star Wars nerd. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with Jojo. I never realized that. First of all, you guys were a worldwide organization. Yes. Um, second of all, that you guys did so much for your communities. Yeah. So, um, and in talking to Shep, he explained that there is different, uh, I guess, armors, et cetera, that you can get um, and whatever, you know, whatever is like the, like I guess the, the officer uniforms are typically like your entryway kind of into they the cosplay be. realm mm -hmm. because they're somewhat cheaper than buying all your armor. Yeah. But it becomes somewhat addicting when you're buying all the armor. Tell us a little bit about your whole setup. Okay, so I do Captain Rex, which is a clone trooper. Yeah. Um, and you're right, it is addicting. I'm now working on my second set of armor because nice. I finally have the funds for it. Good. Um, Another clone yes. armor? Okay. Phase phase two of Captain Rex. Nice. Nice. So, Good. Sweet. I love it. I like to keep it in the family. Um, whenever you, you buy armor, it's a daunting task. You have to be willing to put in the love, the time, and the money mm -hmm. to building these things. And um, you can do anything you want. If you want to do a stormtrooper, it's a little bit easier than a clone trooper. Mm -hmm. The first order troopers are a little bit more difficult than the, the PKs, <laughs> the stormtroopers. Yeah, and that's what you refer to the to the original stormtroopers as. Yes, they're, sorry, they're, they're, called, they're called the TKs, and that's something the I movie, learned. Yeah. TK yeah. four two one, aren't you at your station? Yes. TKs refer to technical knights or tactical knights. Um, okay. And, and every costume in the Fiber First has a two-letter identifier. Mm -hmm. So clones are CTs or CCs, like me, 
clone, <laughs> clone commander. There you go. Um, not a big, I mean, you know, no big deal. Yeah, no. Or anything. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. Just, she came rolling in with just three beers, not just saying. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. That's why they made me the, the commander. No, so, um, yeah. That's awesome. So, in, in uh, the Old Line Garrison, yes. which is the Maryland, D.C. Garrison, mm-hmm. uh, do, are you guys primarily a clone trooper no. regiment, um, or what are you, what are you guys? If it were up to me, yes, they would all be clones. But um, you start with a costume that you want to do. I didn't want to be a stormtrooper because I run into walls. I would turn into a Sandy in no time. I can't okay. keep a clean, and clones were close to my heart. So that's what I went with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of the clones, too. Right. We'll, be, <laughs> we'll be good friends. Um, but no, we have all ranges of the mm-hmm. characters. We have the Sith Lords, the Denizens, the TKs. Uh, we have some guys from the Clone Wars. We're working on cl- guys from the Rebels series. Um, it's whatever you as a person want to build, and it fits into the 501st costume reference library, the CRL. Um, When you get into specific types of costumes, those are Mm -hmm. called attachments. Okay. So the garrisons are your your, uh, regional things, Mm -hmm. and then the detachments define what the the costumes are. So all clone troopers belong to the clone trooper detachment. TKs belong to the uh, FISD, the First Imperial Stormtrooper Detachment. And so on and mm. so forth. Cool, okay. Um, so you get a lot of information which in your detachment, but your your bread and butter, your family, and a lot mm-hmm. of the other information that you need will come from your garrisons. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Now, um, where do people actually go and buy stuff like Stormtrooper armor? Well, um, Disney and Lucasfilm has been very kind to us that as long as we are not making money off of this, we can build these suits for ourselves. Okay. Um, so once you decide, I want to build a TK, you can go to a Novos. A Novos has the licensing from Disney to make the stormtroopers, the officers, wow. the Sith Lords, and all of that. But that can be a little pricey. Kylo Ren's helmet is $2,000. Holy shit. You shite. don't need to drop two grand on a, no, on a bucket. Well, they have, like, the, the, the $200, like, Black Series replica that looks pretty good. Exactly. And that's what a lot of guys awesome. do. They buy that. You're going to have to mod it. it. You can't... That's the other thing. They're, they're actual Sith Lord-esque, you know, by saying, quote, yeah. you know. <laughs> they're Siths, part of the 501st, too, Yes, right? I Yes, they're called the Sith Lord Detachment. Okay. Um, the Clips. SLD? I know I'm going to get, get right? tons of uh, hate mail. Uh-oh. Like, Emily, you didn't do it right. But again, clones are what I know. Yeah. But there is a detachment for the Sith Lords, which involves pa- uh, Palpatine, Vader, mm-hmm. uh, the Seventh Sister from Rebels, the yeah. Inquisitor, any of those guys. They all go into that, uh, the Sith Lord detachment. Um, but once you get you figure out which kind of armor you want to do, or soft goods like the officer, uh, you join the detachments. And they'll tell you where to be able to get this stuff. Who do you source it from? Um we don't give out names just for in case something does happen. Yeah. You know, for the safety of our our, our own kind. Right. Fair. So. That's really cool. Now, here's a question. Oh, well, actually, before I have a question for JoJo, Disney actually uh, has brought you guys in to do stuff like parades and stuff like they that, have. right? have, yes. Um, we are very lucky in that. The White House is right down the boulevard from us. <laughs> yes. So a couple of our guys have been at the White House. And, Too cool. Um, we're thankful that instead of going to um, uh, actors and stuff, they come to us because they are they recognize right. how. Yeah, you guys have been in the Star Wars movies. I understand that those were all five hundred first members walking in behind Anakin into the Jedi Temple. Those are all CGI. Well, I heard that there was but something. They, they, the five hundred first name uh-huh. pre-existed the prequels. Gotcha. So they put the five hundred first. In the movie, as a homage to us. That's cool. Yeah. They did the same thing in Force Awakens when you go to Maz's temple. Yeah. And the all the flags. If you look mm-hmm. up on the left, there is a five or first flag. Really? I lost my shit. <laughs> I'm in the back, like just tears coming down, throwing popcorn at my buddies, trying to flip chairs. Like, oh, yeah, we're in the movie. Well, um, it's also Star Wars, so I mean, I yeah, yeah. I was, I was already gonna fit <laughs> yeah. anyway. I was crying the whole movie. Exactly. Anyway. The lights went down. I started crying. Yeah, exactly. As soon as you hear that, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just projectile tears. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but th- they've uh, they've made a few nods to us here and there. As for Five of First Troopers in the movies, um, that's really happened in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Force Awakens. Rogue One. Okay. The ah. UK garrison. A few of those guys are actual stormtroopers really? in the movie. I'm like, you guys are living the dream. Ah. <laughs> it's like this weird inception where I do a, sto- or a 
a stormtrooper to be in Star Wars, but now I'm a stormtrooper in Star Wars. And I'm terribly jealous <laughs> of those guys. And That's the same so with like cool. our R2 builders. Those okay. guys, uh, they brought in R2 builders to be to build R2-D2 for Force Awakens and BB-8. Those were fans. They were, they were at a uh, con, yeah. and the new president, uh, whatever her name is, I can't remember, Kathleen saw them. Kennedy? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. saw them at a con, and she's like, this is an awesome replica. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So when he started putting the movie together, it's like, why don't we reach out to them? Exactly, they and know so, what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> so that was, I, I heard about that. That was awesome. Yeah. Now here's the question for JoJo. Which uh, cosplay would you roll with? Yes. Ooh. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, uh, Choose one. I'm already wearing Stormtrooper. So just TK model? Um, I, I feel like if I'm going to start, I would start TK, no yeah. matter what. Eventually, it, just because Star Wars, yeah. it'd be, there'd be a FN you know, trooper in there, there'd be a clone trooper in there, there'd be a Boba Fett uniform in yeah. there. You know, So it just, once I, I haven't started yet because I know once I start, I'm going to have to dedicate a closet yes. to just armors and all yeah. kinds of shenanigans. Um, if I were to start, though, it would probably be TK. Yeah, I because that's I always wanted to wear one of those. I'd probably go the clone trooper route. Believe Yay! it or not, high five. <laughs> Join me. I always I like collecting that. clone troopers. Which clone? Like a grunt or a... Oh, probably just like a, a standard grunt or something. Yeah, Actually, like you know what I like? Or... Uh, well, six. Uh, what was it? Six? Or fives? No, five. Fives. Fives, fives yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, like, I was very sixes. close. <laughs> fives. No, fives, I, I yeah. liked Fives' character a lot, yeah. actually, in the... In the um, in the Clone Wars series, again, I keep telling our listeners this. Go watch that freaking Please, show. Go watch it. It's not a children. They, no. they figured out after season three that it wasn't the kids watching the show. Right. And it gets dark real quick. Real, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There are many times I'm just crying on my couch. My husband comes in. It's what's wrong. <laughs> and he leaves. And, uh, and that happened a lot of times, especially when they. they and then, and then they learn. It's like, are you watching? Okay, okay, all right. I'm going over here. Exactly. Right. Wait, she's, I'm just like in the middle of this right now. Yeah. And so rebels. Like Rebels has been great there, too. There, 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 yeah. There, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And Rebels has been great too. It has Rebels. I, I was, I was worried. I thought they were going to go more of that Disney child it's route, dark. and they, they did the same thing. Same thing. They're like it's not the kids. Okay. The kids like nope. the fluffy, like the loath cats, and and Ezra being a kid. That's great. But there's mm, not, more, not giving anything more. away. But everything that ended there at that last season. Did you see the season three premiere again? You know, talking about Thrawn and I did. Okay. Um, and I, I did a half yeah. dance. Did you cry a little too? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she cried a lot. Cried a lot. So I need to catch up on that. Yeah. It's so, so good. So um, you guys know if you're listening to our show, we have a tremendous love and appreciation of Star Wars. So if you'd like to learn more about the 501st Legion, maybe even getting involved with this charitable organization, go to 501st.com. That's 501st.com. And uh, check it out. They've got uh, different uh, charitable events and stuff that they're doing, propaganda, costuming, membership information, etc. So any closing remarks on that regard, uh, On Emily? the 501st, um, depending on where you are, we, we have a lot of garrisons up and down the East Coast. Like I said, there's almost a garrison in every state, um, especially for you guys uh, in the Virginia area. Look you up uh, – Garrison Tyrannus, or up in PA, it's Garrison Carita, or come hang out with Old Line Garrison. Either way, sign up, we'll get mm-hmm. you to where you need to go, and we would love, love to have more members. And they have a whole map and stuff on their website, I think. Mm-hmm. There was a, um, you know, I know we have listeners all over the U.S., like even out west and stuff, So and there's like four garrisons in California or something because it's so huge. It's enormous out there. Yeah. Yeah. Worldwide organization, guys. Like they, they don't play games. So are we signing up like tonight or tomorrow? Uh, well, I gotta. I can do it now. You guys, Vienna boy, buy a stormtrooper outfit. Okay, all right. She said I no. Feel like I need to and then a I'm gonna have to go. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> go make a little bit of money. Yeah. Um. All right, but we actually have a great uh, question that we asked last week, and um, let's just get into the the question of the week segment, shall we? Absolutely. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. So our question of the week, last week, was what is the game that made you a gamer? I said Street Fighter 2. <laughs> and I said from a Super Link to Nintendo. the Past. Yeah, yeah. A Link to the Past. We, we fought, we, I actually need to pop that up again. We need to go again, head to head. Oh, that would be great. Although... I, I, I kind of want to play the new one. I, it, it looks fun. Yes, PS4 only. No, it's coming out on Xbox, though, because they realized that was a mistake. Yeah, well, because they... You know what happened originally there is that they asked Xbox for money, 
And Xbox was like, no, we have Killer Instinct. Why would we pay for somebody else's mm-hmm. you know, fighting game? And so I was like, okay, screw you. We're going to put it on PC and, and uh, PS4. Oh, wait, that's half our crowd is on Xbox. <laughs> you know? so. Well, Emily, what's yours? Uh, we talked about this a little earlier, and yep. I had to rethink my answer, and I'm okay. going to go with Golden Island N64. Nice. There you go. Solid. Strafing with choice. the Z buttons. Yes, and I was so bad at it that my friends let me be odd job just from a handicap. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I could skitter away before they were able to aim down. That I, I went back to try to play that game. I can't play that game anymore. I used to be really good at it. Right. I have no idea how to... Because, like I said, the N64 controller is the worst controller ever made. No, it is not. That is a damn lie. What do you say, Emily? I, I have to politely disagree with you. <laughs> Out of my house. <laughs> no, I used to get... Because they used to give you badges after you like won or lost a match or whatever. Uh-huh. I used mm-hmm. to get most frantic because I was, I was yes! always running. Just running you know, away. Just running. Just running so away. I could always get away from people. It was mm-hmm. amazing. And then, That was the first-person shooter that started it all. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, on, on console. On console, I should I should preface yeah. that with on console. And it really kind of gave you uh, a deep dive into the analog stick, and it's yes. like, okay, this actually makes sense right. now. Mm-hmm. Um, so our question of the week, again, going back, what is the game that made you a gamer? We had a ton of responses. Thank God. <laughs> so first we're going to start with an email from our friend Don, a.k.a. Diddy. A.k.a. Mr. Youngface. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys have heard Don on this show, he's been on a couple of times. Um, Don likes to mock JoJo every single time JoJo claims that he's the old guy on the show because Don's like, no, wait, I'm way older than you. And but we're he, like, he Don, you're not that much older. And then he's like, yeah, I am. And I'm like, okay, Don, whatever. He doesn't and then, have the, blonde, the, the white hair in his beard like I do. Because he didn't have a beard. Like, <laughs> it's minor details. That man grows a powerful white beard. Don't take that away it's, from it's, him. It's blonde. It's blonde. It's so <laughs> he said, uh, first, his first sentence was, JoJo is so cute with his, I'm so much older than you guys talk. <laughs> anyway. But I am. So he says, let's see. I remember the first arcade game that showed up in the downstairs of the Harrisburg Mall. This was during the time that of the Atari 2600, but none of those games really grabbed me. Let's face it, Combat and Pong were good for about half an hour, and that was about it. I played Space Invaders and Centipede, some of some, uh, but I'm going to uh, go with Alex's mom, which I mentioned, uh, loves Galaga. Awesome. Right? Galaga was the first game that I became totally engrossed in. I spent... So many quarters in that game, and I couldn't wait for school to end so I could go uh, stream over to the uh, scream over there. <laughs> I imagine Don yelling, Ah, Galaga! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you have to have that, like, was I? Surround sound. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pat across. Yeah. Uh, to play for a couple of hours, uh, play a couple of games before heading off to work. I held uh, the top score at the mall arcade for the entire time I was at school. I even had the sit-down version as a coffee table for a number of years. Nice. It brings back a whole host of fond memories a, um, of whiling away the hours of, of, I don't know what whiling away the hours means. <laughs> that must be old man talk, Don. I don't know what that is. <laughs> is that what they said back in the old days? I don't gonna, know what it means. He's going to whoop my ass man. for Yeah, that. he really is. Um, <laughs> Blasting aliens waiting <laughs> for enough cycles. So they stop firing at you. It's not going to be tank, the, tank and spank anymore. It's going to be spank the tank at yeah, the next really. time around. I know. I'm glad he's not playing a healer whenever we raid because he's not going to heal my ass. Anyway. Uh, thank you, Don. As always, we love you. Thank you very much. For I, I actually remember all of that. Uh, Galaga 10 and all the fun stuff. And having an, an Atari 2600 when I was a kid as well. What's an Atari 2600? Yeah, shut up your I'm face. really shut kidding. Up, shut the hell your mouth. If I can stab you with my eyes. <laughs> I saw that so, in a museum at once. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had a bunch of other responses. Justin says, Madden made me uh, buy a console. Fable led me to Oblivion. Oblivion led me to Warcraft. And now Justin helps me run my raid team, Filthy Casuals. Awesome. Um, so Omar uh, says King's Quest, and then he he proceeds to say, "Jesus, I'm so old. Why am I so old?" <laughs> but so amazing, he's yeah. with the uh, Herning Escape Room. Yeah, Omar with the Herning Escape Room. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's the bomb. Um, dot so com? yeah, dot com. All right. <laughs> Chris says Earthbound on the Super NES. Love that game. I never played Earthbound. Really? It's no. actually really good. Is it? I, it I really is, have to yeah. try that one. Uh, Michael says the original StarCraft. Melissa, this is Jamie's wife, says Halo was my jam back in the day. We actually all oh. used to play Halo together. That was <laughs> so a lot many of fun. drunk college nights playing I spent, Halo. I yeah. spent almost as much time playing StarCraft as I, as I played uh, Halo. So, and then land parties with Halo was amazing. Mm-hmm. Bill McKenna, 
Yeah. You know him from Not Another Podcast, another local podcaster here in the area. We've been on his show. He's been on ours, et cetera. You can find them at Not Another Podcast. Question mark? Put the question mark in there. Anyway, <laughs> Crazy Climber. He says, go ahead, look that up. Do you know Crazy Climber? I know Crazy Climber. All right, Jojo, <laughs> give us the rundown of Crazy Climber. I don't know what this is. You've never, oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. So while he's pulling that up, Christian says the original Maxis game, Sim Farm, Sim Ant, Sim City, and Wing Commander. Christian, I love you, brother. That's right. <laughs> Christian and I work together. So you don't remember these? You have to avoid the... Oh, the, yeah. Actually, I do know that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those things that every, everyone's played. Oh, like yeah. Rampage. I just never realized what it was called. Right. Everyone's played Rampage, but not everyone knows what it's called. Yeah, you know? Rampage so, was great. Exactly. Rampage was really good. <sighs> anyway, all right. So Veronica, who's on our... Uh, you know Veronica. Yeah. She was on our geeky, geeky Parents episode. She said, Quest on Atari, then Mario in Castlevania for my NES... She said around 1986 for video games. And then, of course, um, D&D. Absolutely. For tabletop games. Absolutely. And she's a very passionate gamer. Pac-Man on Atari says Charles. This is Charlie from our D&D group. Pac-Man on Atari says Charles. Yep. Yep. Says Charles. Charles says, says comma, <laughs> comma, says Charles. Pac-Man on no, Atari. No, so <laughs> Charlie, who's from our, our, our he's on our D&D group. Yeah. We have a blast playing D&D uh, with Charlie. He plays a little gnome I, rogue. I, I played a lot of that with the joystick on Atari. That was awesome. And then he says, uh, then Bard's Tale on C128. What's C128? <laughs> it's, a, it's a computer system. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's, that wasn't that wasn't Commodore. Oh, my God. I'm starting to get Wait, is it the Commodore? It wasn't the Commodore. Oh, no. I was about to say. Don't. Okay, listen, Charlie. Don't throw away. Throw around nomenclature like you're trying to be <laughs> like like hipster about it, okay? They said then uh, red box for live games. I'm glad you didn't say what was like, a red tube or I was something. right. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm not the only one that does that then. Okay. What? What he said. The red, red tube and red box. And it's the worst when you're in a group of people and you're like, yeah. let's go and find find some movies on red tube. And people are like, <laughs> like, they also know what it is. It's like, don't. Okay, listen, it was a mistake. Yeah, okay, don't act like you don't know what that it's is. The thing in right. front of the Walmart, not the thing we do behind the What, red, t- red tube is in front of Walmarts now? I don't know. It's Ugh. getting shady out there. <laughs> Christopher Drake says uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, followed by Diablo 2 LOD. That was Diablo 2 is my shit. Oh, my love husband's a huge Diablo fan. Yeah, I love 2. I couldn't get into 3. I, yeah, I, 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 I beat don't know. 3, but I just couldn't get into I it. Could, I, I played it a little bit. I found it really fun when I wanted to go play something with friends because it was just kind of mindless. And uh-huh. Sit there with a beer and play. Did mm-hmm. you ever play any of the Diablo games? A hot second. Okay, a hot but yeah, it was second. the same thing. Where How hot was that second that you played? <laughs> so hot, it was almost the same temperature. as Oh outside. God! Yeah, there you go. That's, that's really hot. <laughs> so we have, and, and we have even more uh, responses. Jason says, uh, "The this is Jason again, the other parent, the half of Veronica, the, the, the yeah. other half of Veronica, <laughs> the lesser half of Veronica." What? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just Jason. You know I love you. Okay, I just had to say that because your wife's listening, probably. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm on your side, Jason. The Keep original Jason. Legend of Zelda. Jason. He says the original Legend of Zelda. Right. Uh, he said I traded maps of the dungeons made on graph paper, <laughs> and and he's our and he's our DM in D and D. So that like that you can kind of see where things. Right. Anyway, and then my wife chimed in. Deanna chimes in. Because I like board games and card games. Thanks, babe. She she uh she wanted to to say that because she didn't want people to know that she played the Mary Kate and Ashley Game Boy games. You hear that, Deanna? He out of here. <laughs> I threw it out oh. there. I'll be the one to put it under the table. We saw it. She tried to give him away. She tried to sneak oh, yeah. him out of the door. <laughs> hey, she she played a lot of uh, Game Boy games. She did. There were a lot of Game Boy games. She didn't mention them. No, over there. She had so some she... Pokemon. She had a couple different Pokemon games. Yeah, not enough credit. So she's trying to she's trying to like. Not answer that, you know. Yeah. It's like, but you you did play, <laughs> you did play. And uh, David mentions Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening was the first game that really challenged me, and is still one of the best designed Zelda games to date. But Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind hooked me for life. Awesome. There's something about Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. Right. I mean, for you, it was Skyrim. Yeah, that's what got me into RPGs, and I've I've lost so much of my life in that game. My <laughs> <laughs> like, friend Mike has put 580 hours into it. My God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's nuts. I'm just, I'm just, I'll, I'll take a screen I still have it. down there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, need, I always keep telling myself, like, yeah, I'll, I gotta get back into that game. And then yeah. He's all like, you need to play. It's like, but it's a one-player game. It's like, I'll, I'll watch you. It's like, you already played this. How are you going to get any kind of enjoyment out of watching me play? It's like, but I can walk you through. And I'll, it's, you know, right. just, just just play it. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know? This is awkward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sylvan says, uh, I was a Tron champion yes. at the arcade. Now I am retired. Lies. You need to come back to fame. I know. Go defend your title. 
Uh, and, you gotta beat uh, the MCU. Gosh, that, that, that's gotta be it. Uh, <laughs> we, had, we have so many responses. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Uh, and if you would like to ever chime in on these questions, email geek30podcast at gmail.com. With that, JoJo, what is our next question of the week? Our next question is, if you could add a soundtrack to your life, what would it be? Um. Well, let's start with our guest. Emily, what do you say? I went with Pacific Rim's soundtrack by Raman Dwali. Dwali. <laughs> yeah, his, his music, man, it, it's perfect for every situation, whether you're walking down the street, grocery shopping, or uh, getting your ass kicked behind an alley. It's perfect. <laughs> perfect. With the with uh, Titanic being yeah. uh, pulled behind you and <laughs> exactly. swinging around. And <laughs> Jojo, how about you? I don't know that I can answer this one. It's so yeah. different. Um, I, so I own soundtracks. I okay. own... Um, now I'm going to go on. Like, like, First Night, um, Last One of Mohicans, Rudy, a bunch of different movies. I just, I own your soundtracks. Okay. Because I love soundtracks to that. So for you to pick one? <laughs> go to your head. You got to pick one. Um, that's yeah. tough. I... While you're... While just you're... because of the Battle of Yavin, it's got to be Star Wars. Okay. Hey, that's fair. Just because of the Solid Battle of the Avid. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. You know what? You know what mine is? This is the soundtrack to the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the video game. Anamanaguchi. Anamanaguchi. Yes. If I could set my life to 8-bit music, it would be <laughs> badass. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, it would be awesome, wouldn't it? How cool. I, I like, rock out to that shit. That's cool music. How, that- how creative is that? As a musician, like, I, you know, I play guitar and, like, do all this other stuff. And then to, like, hear something totally electronic but is... Com- it brings in all the normal rules of regular music and I'm listening to I'm like I could totally translate this into regular instruments yep. I could play this on the drums and and convert this melody into a guitar riff it's like yeah it makes total sense it's awesome it's so unique so you cool I think Daft Punk actually did what you just said they took apic music put it into a, a symphony sound and creative Tron Right. The soundtrack that could very well be because that is another happened. soundtrack. Oh yeah, just, Jojo, you you yeah. let me borrow that soundtrack. That was a great soundtrack. And then and they also have the re- reconfigured version as well, which is awesome as oh, well. Oh yeah, it yeah. has a lot of the, the other DJs who yeah, came in like, and remixed everything. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Sit and like meditate to that music and feel powerful, right? <laughs> because they actually they did a lot of research on that one. They they talked to the original composer of the original Tron, and it's like, what was your goals? What were you doing with this and all that fun stuff? And they took a lot of his wisdom, a lot of the stuff that available, and just went out with it. You know, so they were like, we're not Daft Punk, we're composers for this movie, and they just did a phenomenal job. They did. It, it was I was blown away when I, I found out that it was them who right. made the soundtrack. And, and then they brought him into the movie. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. When they go into the nightclub and they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> got this. This is we're, us. we're playing us <laughs> so if you'd like to chime in with what your favorite or uh, what soundtrack perfectly lines up with your life and what what you feel like would um you know mesh with your life let us know geek 30 podcast at gmail.com i feel like the theme track to the, the theme song to the new star Trek would be a very good thing for just any kind of purpose I sabotage feel- not sabotage. Oh. Not no. <laughs> the actual compose. <laughs> just go. Bah! Like in the of the song. <laughs> He's walking to church. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, BC Boys. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, that's off limits in, in my household. BC Boys. <laughs> Andrew knows like the lyrics to every single song, and so he just he'll. It's you say one word that showed up in a song, yeah. and the whole song comes. He's just like, <laughs> no, like that. I'm out. <laughs> Deanna, Deanna memorizes the words to every single song, and as a singer in a band. Oh, by the way, people, go check out. I'm actually playing my last show with my band, dun, dun, dun. Uh, Little League Champs. There's just I can't I can't keep up with how awesome these guys are doing, and I I can't play as many shows as they need to play. <laughs> um, so we're actually ramping up another singer uh, to take my place. But if you'd like to come out and support the band, uh, we're going to be at um, Roadside in Courthouse again in the in the Clarendon esque area. Um, roadside July 30th starting around like 9 9.30 probably going until like 1 or 2 in the morning like right. we normally wow. do you like yeah party. we play a long ass right. time Emily and uh, I am physically and mentally drained by the end of it but it's so <laughs> much fun and uh, I love playing with these guys uh, we, we have a ton of fun come check us out July 30th roadside courthouse alright anyway this is a great point to end our show 
Jojo, where can people reach us? So the email that we always mention is geek30podcast at gmail.com and 30 is spelled out just like our Twitter handle. Twitter. Twitter handle. Never you can never I, twiddle, I, I handle. <laughs> twiddle, twiddle. twiddle handle. Twiddle. Twiddle handle. We need to make a social media site called Twiddle. Twiddle. Yeah, it'll yeah. make it easier. And then we the can Pokemon. also have a Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, at Geek30 is also spelled out. So geek30podcast at gmail.com and at Geek30 with 30 spelled out. Mm-hmm. You can leave us a voicemail at 443-424-3350. We are on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Just look uh, Geek30 Happy Hour and we'll pop up. Absolutely. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That helps us get the word out about this show. And uh, thank you to Sierra Nevada for this great beer that we've been drinking. I popped open the um, this one, the Flying, Flying Dog Dead Rise drinking this Old Bay flavored beer, which is really unique, really cool. Um, go check out these beers. The Sierra Nevada beer, again, was Otra Vez, Otra Vez for you. <laughs> Americanos. <laughs> and Dead Rise uh, by Flying Dog. Emily, thank you very much for representing thank the 501st guys. today. Appreciate again, the 501st, go to 501st.com. Check out all the cool stuff that they do. And uh, with that, we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for nerding out with us. Toodles. See ya. Coming up on today's show, what are you doing, Disney? All of the trailers. The 501st is in the house. And hot as a cinnamon for cinnamon. Cinnamon. (laughs) Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Okay, try again. Cinnamon. Synonym. I can't. <laughs> All right, we're gonna try it again. It was that that <laughs> full start. Like, da, 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 da. Are you editing that in post or? Yeah. Cut that out. All right.